Hey friends, welcome to Around the Campfire with Amy. It's season two, where I'll be joined by my friend and co-host, Anne. It's no secret, the best stories have always been shared around a campfire. We'll have a conversation with our guests, campfire style, leaving you inspired, encouraged, and glad you pulled up a stump to listen in. So grab your favorite campfire beverage, kick back and relax, and we'll stoke the fire. Hello, friends. Welcome back around the campfire. I'm Anne. And I'm Amy. And today, we kind of have a treat for you. We are going to wrap up season two. We're going to talk about what we have learned, maybe what our favorite episodes were. Um, yeah, we're, ju- we're just going to give a little recap. It's really special for you listeners. This is really stream of consciousness with Amy and Anne. <laughs> You you might get a little inside into our brains. Well, and honestly, I can't wait to hear what you've learned, Anne, because I know I've learned some different random things. Totally. Let's 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 do it. Let's dig let's in. Let's dig in. You okay. Start. Where we start, Amy. So I'm gonna give our listeners a little what our top episode was this season. So let's start there, Anne. Okay. Our great. top downloaded episode was Tim and Hudson Hawes. With Is anyone surprised? Reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no one's surprised. That one was amazing. I feel like it was powerful. It was like, very powerful. It's it's a story that is in process and yet Hudson has overcome so much and his perspective is honestly otherworldly. Like it's not, he has so much reason to be bitter, to be stagnant and he keeps pushing forward. Right, right. That just puts almost life into perspective. When you hear someone who has such a great attitude about their life circumstances, you know, when I have a bad day, honestly, I need to listen to this episode so that it snaps me back into reality. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, I also love his dad, Tim. And I think that's a beautiful picture of a parent fighting for their child Mm. and doing whatever it takes and not being okay with the status quo as far as like, um, if you guys will remember part of the episode was Tim explaining to us that if they don't think your chances of recovering from uh, an accident or being quadriplegic, paraplegic are good, then you don't get tracked into the program where you get to do these things that would like stimulate your muscles and on and on. Mm -hmm. And they were told, sorry, you don't qualify and Tim was like, didn't let it stop him. He didn't yeah. take that first no. He kept going anyway. And I think it's a story of perseverance and a story of love. And also like a whole new world opened up to them where they took this tragedy and turned it into something that's positive, not just for themselves, but for a lot of people who are hurting. Right, right. And fun fact about that episode, Hudson has never... Until around the campfire, he had never really spoken in length about the accident in front of other people. I feel so honored. And I had no idea about that when we talked to him. I know, me neither. I had assumed he had talked to hundreds of journalists, TV shows, things like that. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I was honored to speak with him regardless. But now knowing that, it's like, yeah, yeah, it's just amazing. What an honor. I agree. What an honor. So if you have not listened to episode 13 with Tim and Hudson Haas, that was our most downloaded ed- downloaded episode. And you need to go, you need to go check it out today. Yes. 
Okay, let's move on. What was a good one? Like, what was one that surprised you? Yeah, the biggest surprise for me is my sweet friend, Whitney, who talked about what your dog wishes you knew. That one was so much fun. This is the second highest downloads that we've had in season two. Yes. We had such a ball talking to her. That part's not surprising. But what's surprising is that it resonated with so many people. Yes. Like we found out today, a friend is sending it. What our friend who we're I'm going to out her. She's not a dog lover. She has a dog. She really just. She's a dog liker, right? Maybe that's it. Yeah. She's a dog liker. But she's been forwarding that episode to her friends with dogs, which cracks me up. Well, and then my sister actually told me, she said, you know, when I was listening to that episode, like you ended it too soon. I thought we were just getting started and you were done. But what the funny thing is, that's the longest episode that we have ever recorded. (laughs) Yes. As we were recording, like we were so enjoying the conversation, but I was like kind of looking at time like, oh gosh, we're like at 40 some minutes. Like this is way longer than usual, but it was, it was so rich. And we kept like digging up like more, like super simple, super practical things that make life with your dog way better. That is right. So if you have not listened to that one with Whitney, What Your Dog Wishes You Knew, episode 18. And honestly, maybe we'll have to bring her back because there is so much more that we, we could probably- have to bring her back. Whitney Mouton, if you're listening, this is a promise. You will be <laughs> back around the campfire. It was such a ball. That is right. And I've been trying new things with my dog and her eating issue. If you haven't How's heard of it, going? You- it's still not working, but we will keep trying. <laughs> it's perseverance, right? Maybe that's one of the themes of our season. We didn't even know perseverance. What? You're right. Because that would bring us to Jessica Cribbs, the Rose Run. Yes. Jessica, if you remember, Jessica, her mom died of breast cancer and she just wanted to do something for her mom's memory. And so she created this small town annual run. 5k that raises money for breast cancer. And that, you know, what's, you know, what would be great and follow-ups to a lot of these, because quite frankly, what the listeners didn't, what are we doing? We had the best conversation after we hit stop on record. That's another thing we learned as newbie podcasters. Don't stop recording. Right. Even if you think you're done talking, the best stuff's going to happen when people loosen up. (laughs) But the Rose run, sorry, I cut you off, but the Rose run is really cool because if you guys remember in this small town in Ohio, right? No, we don't have show notes. I think it's us. This is Michigan. It's Michigan, isn't it? Listen, it might be Ohio. wherever it is, it is a small town. Yes. And Jessica did not think that people would participate because mm-hmm. it's not like a health centered community. And now has she been doing this close to 20 years? Yeah. yeah. And it's a huge event in a small town every year. And it's like honoring to her mother every year she does it. And I feel like that speaks to the perseverance theme. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Putting on a 5k is not easy. I've done a few small ones myself. It's a lot of work. So the fact that that is still going and she's still raising money for breast cancer. I just, it's amazing. Yes. Okay. How about this for perseverance story? Amy Hayes in Bloom Kitchens. Yep. Totally. She had to learn so much as an entrepreneur in an industry that is primarily male Mm -hmm. and creating a type of company that she wanted to. So, right. She started off painting cabinets. Now they're called bloom kitchens. And like, when you say the topic out loud, it sounds kind of dry, but the truth is 
she is so full of life. Her business is so full of life. And what's so cool to me is like, oh, this is what I learned from Amy. The everything is figure, figure outable. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, remember her, her saying, saying that. that. Mm-hmm. So that's another perseverance, right? Like if you know, you could figure it out, you can keep going. And so she had all these things she had to learn way she had to change her business. And what I also loved is that when she made a change and it wasn't quite, quite right, she wasn't afraid to go back to change yes. it again. Yes. And that things that would be standard, you know, good practices in business, she doesn't do. Yeah. I mean, so, well, I mean, her, she does good business, but yes, yes. Right. Like she well, does yes. her own road. <laughs> it, yes. Just to clarify, nothing illegal, but <laughs> a normal business work days eight to five, right? Well, that doesn't work for her or her employees. She should, so, you know, it's nine She's to like, three. Coming after you drop off your cl- kids. Yeah. Yeah. Have a cup of coffee. I mean, dream job, dream job. That is definitely a story of perseverance. And then she pivoted when, like when something wasn't working, she pivoted. And then also when she quit something, but then she went back to it. I mean, that takes a lot of guts in business, quite frankly. It takes a lot of, yeah, it takes a lot of courage and it takes a lot of courage to make a decision and realize that wasn't the right decision and make a new decision and not just stick with the first decision because you're like, well, I decided now I have to see it through. Like mm-hmm. to, to see what's in front of you with open eyes, right? And not get too focused so that you can't see outside of that. Right. Or caring what other people think. I think a lot of that is, mm. you know, sometimes we make d- choices or decisions and then we don't want to backtrack because we care what people will think about us backtracking. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a perseverance, courage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So episode 15, Colleen Brown. She was this creative who loved to do creative things, but also had this weird computer brain (laughs) and she made money from her art and then totally made complete career change to everything that she's learned about money. Right. It's like, that is a lesson to me in not putting yourself in a box, Mm. right? Because she could have said, I am just a creative or I am just math computer minded, right? But she didn't. She allowed herself the ability to be both. And she created something completely unique. I mean, she's, she still creates, she still paints, but now her passion is helping women with finance and investment. Right. And, you know, she had to learn that, you know, I feel like some people think that the only time you learn is in school and then you're kind of done learning. We should be lifetime learners. Yes. I think that's one thing about all of these guests, lifetime learners. Mm-hmm. And putting mm-hmm. themselves out there to do something they're passionate about and letting it teach them as they go and not stopping, even though it might get hard or it's not what they originally thought. Right. Now, I have to say, I really loved episode 14 with Jeff Warren, <laughs> none other than Anne's husband. He was my favorite guest. It was fascinating to me, just the behind the scenes of how TV shows come to your screen. It's, it's so fascinating to me. You know, I think I take that for granted because I was in that industry. Obviously Jeff's done it since the time I did it plus way beyond. And so I, I get little glimpses into that all the time. And so I think I forget that actually, yeah, things that go on a screen have an air of magic to them or uh, a quality that feels mysterious. And so it's really fun to pull back the curtain and see Mm -hmm. what happens. When I love that you know, he's not just like editing a show. He's creating a story 
So he's trying to find the best parts of all that footage to make a story that resonates and connects with people. You wouldn't think that your TV show editor would care that much about your feelings when you watch a show, but it's, it's true. I mean, yes, please talk at my heart. I want to hear the best story. I mean, and good storytelling is good TV. I mean, good, you know, telling a story with good, uh, there's a hero, there's a villain, and maybe it's a person or maybe it's a situation, right? That's the villain and overcoming and the humor that you find and Mm -hmm. the ways that you learn the ways that you're you're sad, you're happy. Like that's a good story, right? That has right, all of right. those elements. And I think it's interesting that like, actually those elements exist in a lot of, a lot of life. television. Yeah. And yeah. life. Yeah. yeah. Well, and Jeff's career story, I feel like is a good one too. He's had some great jobs. You guys have had some really fun, random opportunities. It's the opportunities are Like when they come, you're like, I can't believe this is happening. And then you look back and you see that there's been a lot of those like super interesting, like Jeff working for the abs and nuggets. I mean, you guys, I, I hate to say this to anyone that's a hockey fan. I know about zero about hockey, but in the early two thousands, the abs made it all the way to Stanley cup. I got to go to the game, which makes (laughs) me both like super happy because it was like the biggest crowd, the best energy I have ever experience with like a a giant group. It was, it it was tangible, the excitement and all of it, but, um, you know, I'm not a hockey fan, so I'm sure not, I I can't believe that didn't turn you into a hockey fan, quite frankly, just feeling all of that. Listen, the sports are mysterious to me. I'll just (laughs) say that. But anyway, you look back over that. So there's that experience, right? Like the, the, the only time the avalanche won the Stanley cup, we got to be there. We've got to go to the Emmy awards uh, several times. How is that real life? Like you guys, <laughs> I, at the time when we first went to the Emmy awards, like, uh, I'm a stay at home mom or I'm a secretary at the school. It's like, <laughs> I am as regular as a person as there can be. And we get to walk the red carpet. Like it's. It's delightful and hilarious. Well, and it also makes me think like when I see those shows, how many people are there who aren't limelight people who, I mean, when you think about it, those stars, they get what they have because of people like Jeff, because people have made a great story out of their footage. So really they should be dragging all those people into the limelight with them and going, I'm nothing without my editor. (laughs) (laughs) the best ones do the best ones do do they oh that's good yeah good to know okay so episode one you were not with me on episode one but allison carlson who was our behind the scenes of the beauty queen that had some great downloads too that was my our youngest guest and that was yeah yeah that was pretty it was fun for me i guess i'm a behind the scenes girl like i want to know what makes things happen like You see the girl on the screen with the crown, but really what's everybody like? Really? So what what did you learn, Amy? Like what was something where you were like, oh, I had no idea. Let's see. She reiterated how much she enjoyed the other participants. That in a world of girl drama Mm -hmm. and women's drama, the fact that she really didn't see or feel that in something that is pressure cooker, I felt like that was... That was impressive. That speaks to the quality of the girls who make that their path, you know? Yeah, that's very cool. 
Yeah. I thought that was super duper interesting. And I'm so mad because I took the cutest picture of her or no, no, I wanted to. I like to try to take a picture of my guests when we're, when we're recording and Allison wore her crown for our (laughs) recording and I forgot to snap a picture. I was so mad. Ah, rats. See another thing we learned. Don't stop recording. Take the photo. Yeah. We need an episode. What Amy and Ann have learned about as rookie podcasters. Totally. Did we cover everybody? I think we did. So season two was a little bit short, but never fear. We're going to be back for season three. And so we we're going to probably theme our seasons. We decided. And we would love, listen, if there's anyone out there. Hello. Hello. (laughs) I'm banging on my mic. If you have ideas for us, please share share them with us. DM us on Instagram. Amy, what's our Instagram handle? Oh, it's around the campfire with Amy. But guess what? And has decided to be an always co-host. So we're changing the name to Around the Campfire with Amy and Anne. And it's going to be the best. So that's where you can find us on Instagram. We'll change the name. But right now it's Around the Campfire with Amy. We'll have a new logo. You know, maybe we should get a photo of us so we don't live close. Fun fact, we were together a couple of weekends ago. We were IRL in real life. (laughs) That's right. And no, you had never been to Oklahoma city where you won. No, I had been before. Oh, that's right. Okay. So we've talked about our little girl gang. Everybody convened here in Oklahoma city, many who had never been here. And I showed them all the hot spots. There was not enough time to get them to all the great places, but we had a lot of fun. We did. If you've never been to Oklahoma city, let's just give them a rundown of our weekend. Yeah. Because actually this let's do an ad for Oklahoma city because it's actually (laughs) really sweet. Like I had a great time. I mean, I had been, but it was the eighties and I wasn't really paying attention. I was very little. And half of the things we did were not there. All of them actually. Right. Like, okay. You guys, Oklahoma city has a river tour. <laughs> What's it called, Amy? Tell, okay, you, it's called the can... canal. It's called the, the canal. canal. Okay, it's a canal. We call it a canal. But it you do, you get on a little boat. This is in the heart of downtown of Bricktown. You get on a little boat, you have a tour guide, and he talks about all things Oklahoma City. You get a ton of history while you enjoy just looking at the people walking along the canal, looking at the restaurants. There's so some what great were your art. thoughts on that? Oh gosh, I ate up the canal tour. Like I actually love a good tour. Like I am, I'm kind of a tour junkie. We'll talk about Charleston sometimes and how many horse-drawn carriage tours I've been on, (laughs) but I digress. Uh, Yeah, the canal tour was great. It offered so much great information. There's also amazing art. Like you guys, huge bronze statues. Are they bronze? I mean, like giant, bigger than life, uh, depicting the land rush. Yes. The Oklahoma land run. You find out the meaning behind boomer sooner. I mean, who doesn't know boomer sooner when you think about Oklahoma? I'm actually not an OU fan, but even though I've grown up here all my life, but oh my word, everyone I know is (laughs) now I know why Oklahoma city was great. Uh, really good food. Okay. That is, I have to say that was the hardest thing when I was planning this little itinerary for our group. Figuring out where we were, we were going to eat was the hardest because we well, have the best let restaurants. Me, let me tell you what was also the hardest. <laughs> Eating the food that was so good so often. <laughs> <laughs> it was. So we started off, Anne was the first one to arrive and Jeff was busy with his editing. So I took Anne to a cute little spot called Cafe Cacao. 
shout out to Cafe Cacao for brunch. What is so you good? It was amazing. Is it remind me of the ethnicity, the type of food? Well, did we decide it was Guatemalan? Maybe we did. It's South American. Let's say that because right. we don't. Because we don't. It was amazing, and we had breakfast there, and it was so good. I adore breakfast, and this was super unique. It was really good, mm-hmm. and we ordered a lot of everything. And we did. We took. And we a brought lot a lot home, home, and there's no shame in that. <laughs> None. We might have had a huge st- stack of pumpkin pancakes sitting amongst our huge entrees that we ordered. We didn't well. have enough room at the table. This is a fact. They also have the most amazing coffee. <laughs> it was true. Okay. So what was your favorite restaurant? Well, let's move on to the Hall's Pizza Kitchen, because if you've been to Oklahoma City and you have not had Hall's Pizza Kitchen on the rooftop, I feel like you haven't lived. Well, it is so good. It's so delicious. The and the area on top of the roof is gorgeous. You could see out over the whole city. Yeah, it's the best. And I was sweating this whole weekend. Also, my Oklahoma friends are going to know this. Our weather changes on a dime. So literally the whole week before they week they come that weekend, it's the forecast is rain. And I mean, we're going to eat it on the rooftop of Hall's Pizza Kitchen. We're going to go look at the bombing memorial. I mean, everything we're doing, Canal Ride, it's outside. And so I was freaking out. But thanks to good old Oklahoma, it did not rain. It was perfect. Yeah. It was great. So that, that brings me to the memorial. I took them to the bombing memorial. Mm. I'm sure everyone has heard about what happened in Oklahoma city back. Let's see. I was in college. Did they, do you remember the year? I think you said 94 or 95. I think it was also eight is April of 95, April Four. of 95. So I had been to the Oklahoma bombing site pre-memorial. I had been there when there was just a fence that was up with mm. all the notes and stuffed animals and things like that. That was probably in 98 or nine. Oh, okay. So I had been there before and it was powerful just as this. I mean, it was a site obviously of terrible destruction, but also the, the memorials that people created as, as mm-hmm. they're grieving, as they're processing, but mm-hmm. what has been created as an official memorial is it's stunning. It's thought provoking. It's honoring. I've seen a lot of different memorials, like, you know, in Washington, you experience a bunch. I've been to mm-hmm. the nine 11 Memorial, in New York, and seen a bunch of them. And this is absolutely in the top. And what I mean by that is in the experience, the person has, as they are contemplating what happened, the, mm-hmm. the people who lost their lives, the people mm-hmm. who survived all of it, like it just makes a beautiful space. And above all, like for me, important in memorials is that it ends with hope. Mm-hmm. And this absolutely ends with hope. It's amazing, isn't it? Every time I go, and I've been a lot, I've participated in the Memorial Marathon that happens every year. And every time I go, it just like brings you back to a place of somberness. But like you said, hope, there is a tree that is still standing. And I don't, I'm not going to remember the whole story and I won't do it justice. So I'm survivor's not going to tell tree. it. Isn't that what they call it? Yes. It's their yeah. survivor's tree. If you haven't heard the story, when you go, there are, I don't know what you call them. They're not tour guides, but people around that will give you the history. And the, the story about the survivor tree is one that will, I mean, it's just amazing. It's the tree really has been around for hundreds of years and survived this complete and utter de- devastation. Right. Still beautiful, still massive and profound in its existence. And you just think about what this tree has witnessed in its lifetime. That is still not over. And they have taken seedlings 
from this tree and preserved them so that they can, the tree DNA can still go on. Right. Even when that actual tree can no longer survive, they will have the saplings they could put in its spot. Right. So amazing. So yeah, that was a great weekend. Uh, Telling all of that story to say, we didn't get like a picture of Ann and I around the campfire. (laughs) That was the longest why we didn't take a picture story ever, but it was a good one. It was a good one. It was. (laughs) Right. You're right. (laughs) We didn't have time, clearly. So we hope that everybody will come back for season three. It'll be the beginning of 2023, new beginnings. We have already got some ideas cooking for, for some great episodes. I am super excited. I'm excited too. Well, and the other thing is, thank you guys for listening. This is Amy and I were just talking about it. It's like a passion project for us. Like we're just having fun and enjoying meeting people, talking to one another. And we're just so thankful. Yeah. So we're glad that you pull up a stump and hang out with us. So feel free to, um, to follow us on Instagram at around the campfire with Amy and Ann. We'll be a little more present <laughs> and come hang out with us. DM us. Tell us. I honestly, I want to know now I hear from people IRL what their favorite episode is, yeah. but if we don't know you IRL, please DM us. Yes. I'm going to use that all the time now that you said IRL. Like, it's probably so obnoxious. Don't your kids oh, are going to hate so hard. They're going to hate it. They're going to wait before we wrap. I yeah. need to give a shout out actually to someone who reached out to me, who was so fun. I hope she hears this. It's my friend, Tiffany from high school. I grew up in Cody, Wyoming, a very small town in Northwestern Wyoming. Is she, she still in Cody? No, she lives in New York state. Oh. And her name is Tiffany Wakehazer these days. She reached out. She enjoyed an episode and let me know. And it just touched me so much. So listen, if anyone is in our lives who is <laughs> listening to these shows, we don't care the last time we saw you reach out to us. We'd love to that know you're listening. Right. That Maybe is you're right. going to be a great guest. I don't know. Well, that's so true. And that's another thing. We're always looking for great guests, great people with great stories. I mean, this podcast, the heart of this podcast is just to inspire our audience, to inspire for you to have a 30 minute shot of your day that makes you feel good and and learn something about yourself or about someone else. So we hope you find that in every single episode and we'd love to hear what you've learned so far. Thanks for listening to our wrap up. That's right. Season two wrap up. It's officially a wrap and we will catch you guys on the other side of 2022. Thanks for joining us around the campfire this evening. We hope you learned something not only about our guests, but maybe even about yourself. If you enjoyed our conversation and want to make sure you don't miss our next campfire chat, please hit the subscribe button. Or even better, we'd love for you to drop a review to help others find a place around the campfire. Thanks so much. Until next time.